News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, aiming to prolong her animal activism long after her death, Ingrid Newkirk, who is the founder of PETA, which is the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, has changed her will to gift a piece of her neck to King Charles, her leg to the Grand National and her heart to Elon Musk. And she joins me now. Ingrid, firstly, can you explain why you're doing this? Yes, well, I won't need my body when I'm gone. So if it's intact, I'm donating bits of it with suggestions as to how it can be used to, as you say, prolong my animal rights activism. I've seen awful things done to animals. I've inspected factory farms, abattoirs, laboratories, but I want to provoke serious discussion of issues they may not think about. In King Charles' case, it would be pigeon racing, which seems benign but isn't. It's terribly cruel. And these pigeons, who are lovely, good parents, wonderful, sensitive animals, have their necks wrung when they come back and they're losers. My heart going to Elon Musk is not a sign of love. It's because I don't think he has a heart as he conducts these experiments on monkeys and pigs. And he's been responsible for the death of 150 monkeys in those Neuralink experiments. I'm giving him a bit of my heart so he can clone it and get one of his own. Okay. Just on on, on a slightly tangential note, I'm not sure you're allowed to send people your bits of body parts. Who will chop you up after your death and do this for you? I do have a pathologist in California. My body, should it be intact, is to go to her. And she has agreed, she signed a legal agreement that she will do this. And then of course, we'll have to look at the regulations because mm. I've got a bit of my liver going to France to object to foie gras production. It might not be allowed into France, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I, I, I suspect it might. It, 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 a lot of people will be reminded of the horse's head and the bed from The Godfather and, and they'll be a, a bit <laughs> uh, non, non-plus. But PETA have, have taken quite dramatic steps previously. You, you are very against any treatment of animals that isn't on a par with treatment of humans. Isn't that correct? We are against any cruelty to animals and we have an easy sort of rule. We say, would you like it done to you? And that's really easy because if you wouldn't, if you don't like enslavement or imprisonment for yourself, then that's the answer is yes, we're against it. So what we about work in laboratories? We, you, you, you go beyond exactly from laboratories is what I was going to ask you. What about the animals being tested to for, for, for say the development of drugs that might save children from cancer or might save the lives of people with heart disease or things like that? Animals are often involved and they save human lives. Actually, I think it's a bit of a fallacy and it's been torn apart so much by progressive scientists. Today, it's the 21st century. You know, we don't have to force feed an animal a chemical or stick an electric rod down their head. Uh, we don't have to take away their babies to see if they become... No, no, and, and, and I'm sure where, 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 where they can, they use sort of tissue clones and all sorts of things. But, but if someone is going to experiment, surely it is better to experiment maybe on a mouse than to experiment on a human. I think we're clinging to this idea. It's sort of like meat. You bring up the, uh, the subject of, well, there's a new vegan sausage roll or people will say, oh, but we need meat. We don't need meat anymore. You may want it, uh, but you uh, don't need it. Ingrid, I, I have... I have experiments But I have, I have interviewed scientists. I've interviewed academic professors who work in the areas. Mm 
areas of research in labs and they would say that we do need animal testing for some things, that not everything can be done without it. Yeah, I think they would say that if they're not familiar with all the wonderful things we have now. Yeah, but they are, they're professors, academics, they, they would be entirely familiar. Uh-huh. I could hook you up with so many wonderful people, Nobel Prize winners, who are saying, come on, let's step away. We're spending, squandering so much money on the old ways of trying out a drug. And then we put it in human use and it doesn't work on the child. It only worked on the mouse. There needs to be an emphasis on getting rid of the truly extraordinarily cruel things that are absolutely meaningless that are science for science's sake. And I think that's where we need to concentrate. Can I ask you another question? And I've asked asked vegans this question before. I've asked lots of people this question. If we were to stop eating meat, full stop, currently we, we breed chickens, we breed pigs, we breed sheep, we breed cows for human consumption. Yes, they wouldn't be killed and eaten, but they wouldn't be alive at all. Is it worse to live a life and then die and be eaten than not live a life at all? I suppose it's so theoretical, but... I'm with you. You could say, would if your choice was just not to exist, and of course you wouldn't know. No, <laughs> you wouldn't know exactly. Exist. But if you, your choice was just never to have been born, or to be born on a factory farm, to live cramped in your own waste, then to be sent on a frightening journey to an abattoir and strung up by one leg, would it have been worth it? I would say, please, don't do that to me. We live in Ireland, so most of our, our sheep, for example, live on hillsides and live in fields and and are, are more or less free range. They 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 aren't living in sheds or or mm. battery conditions at all. They're, we see them. We 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 drive around the countryside and we see them frolicking around. W- which is better for them? Because they wouldn't exist if they weren't being bred for food. There's no need to breed them for food. That's the thing. No, no, but that that's not on. the question I'm asking you. No, I've been in I've been in Ireland and I've seen and Scotland. Often they're out there in winter in the snow. Their kids' coats get soggy. My father used to live next to a sheep farm and say you'd hear them hacking in the winter because they get this. So, so you're you're on the better better the better to have never lived at all than side of that argument. Than to have suffered terribly from the moment you were born to the moment you were slaughtered. Yes, absolutely. We're seeing increasing high profile protests, people disrupting grand nationals. Do you support that kind of level of activism? The thing that galls me most is that you can't just tell people facts and they change their behaviour. So what you see, of course, what we're all looking at is the escalation of frustration Okay, uh, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. That is the founder of PETA, Ingrid Newkirk. Let us know what you think this morning. Is that all reasonable that we need to become vegan? We need to stop animal testing? Should animals have the exact same rights as humans? I'd love to hear what you think this morning on the programme. You can WhatsApp us for free 087 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk.